0: Well, good evening. Can all you guys hear me okay? I'm a little shorter than Josh, so I wanna make sure I'm still close to the microphone. (laughs) So, well, awesome. Well, if you have your Bibles, we're turning to Exodus 20. And we are on the fifth commandment. Um, The series on the 10 commandments, I think has been so good for us. Um, and um, you know one of the things that that Jake reminded us last week with his sermon is that the the Ten Commandments really divide themselves pretty well the first four commandments of uh, having no other gods before God and no images or carved images in his place, not taking the Lord's name in vain, honoring the Sabbath they really uh, come into a, a good clean category of commandments that God gives on how to relate to him, right? And then the next six that we're going to go into, though, are are clean commandments that group well together in how do we relate to one another? How do we relate to other people? And those commandments are going to to group together nicely. Um, And our fifth commandment of... Uh, honoring your father and mother is also the second prescriptive commandment. So a lot of our commandments that we read are God commanding us not to do certain things, right? Like not taking his name in vain and not having other gods before him. Um, But this commandment tonight is actually the second one where God is actually commanding us to do something. We saw the first one last week with honoring the Sabbath and keeping it holy. And tonight we get the second one of honoring our father and mother. So uh, before we jump in, uh, before, we, uh, before we get started, let's uh, read the text and then let's pray together. So Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that, your, that the Lord your God is giving you. Let's pray real fast. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for, um, for the Word of God and for the Ten Commandments. God, it's been so good for our soul to be reminded of um, wise instruction and commandments that you have, have given to us. God, use your Word now to, uh, to sanctify us, to build us up, and to conform us more into the image of Jesus. We love you. It's in your Son's holy and precious name we pray. Amen. All right, so we get to uh, honor your father and mother. And in a lot of ways, this commandment leaves us with some questions. It, we're gonna continue on in some of these other commandments, and they seem somewhat straightforward, right? Uh, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not lie, right? These are these seem somewhat straightforward. We know exactly what they mean. We don't really have any questions. We do get some elaboration on a lot of these from Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, but notwithstanding, we we kind of have what's seeming a decent grasp on, on what they mean. But one of the interesting things about honoring our father and mother is I think a lot of times it, we read this and it leaves us with some questions. What does it even mean? How am I supposed to do that? What about somebody who has parents who have harmed them or hurt them? What about somebody who doesn't have any parents at all? Does, does it mean that they should, that they should always obey without any reservation, right? This, this commandment leaves us asking ourselves, what's, what's really being communicated? There's, there's a lot of questions here when it comes to this commandment. As short and as simple as it seems to be, it, it leaves us asking ourselves some questions. And so um, the structure of the sermon tonight is we're going to ask some specific questions about this commandment and seek to bring some answers, right? And so as we jump in, the first question that I have for this is, what exactly does the Bible mean here by honor? Honor has several different uh, uses in in our language today. We often use the word honor to bring recognition to somebody for for accomplishments or for sacrifices that they've made. it's not uncommon for soldiers who have come back to receive some form of honor, either for actions in the field or for a sacrifice that they made or, um, or for exemplary service, right? We honor them in that way. That's one use of, of the term honor. A second way that we use this term also, also is to communicate integrity, right? When we, when we talk about somebody who we think has high character or that, or that we can trust to do exactly what they say they're gonna do, we would say that that person is honorable, that they have honor, right? That's another way in which we use the term. But I think the way that the Bible is using it is a third way that we sometimes use it, and that is when we treat someone with respect and admiration. And I believe that this is, this is what uh, Moses, who wrote the book of Exodus is, is using the term honor for, that, that we are to honor our parents, we are to show them respect and admiration with the way in which that we relate to them. And so God, when God gives this commandments to the Israelites, this is seemingly what he's communicating and what he's expecting of them. This is what he's trying to teach his people what it means to honor them is what is it that it means to show them the respect and admiration that they deserve as their parents well the second question that that kind of leads us is well, well why do we do we honor our parents right this in comparison to some of these other commandments that we're going to get to into in the following weeks especially for our culture today it seems like this commandment really shouldn't be as big a deal as some, right? We know that not committing murder is a big deal. Not committing adultery is a big deal. Not stealing is a big deal. These things seem to, to carry weight, right? There's something at stake with with committing or going against one of those commandments. But in comparison, why is honoring your parents such a big deal? There's irony there in the sense that it's to, to us, it may not seem like as a big a deal as it really should be, but in his commandments that he's giving his people, this is the first one he gives to the Israelites on how they should relate to one another. So there's priority here, at least. It's the very first one that God gives them when he's teaching them how they should react or interact with with one another. So why is this principle, why is this command so important? I think there's a couple of answers. The first one is ultimately Honoring our parents is about honoring God. All of us have had authorities authorities at some point in our life, whether it's our parents, which is the most common authority that we have, but it could have been a coach at some point. It could have been a teacher. It could have been a boss of some kind. It could have been a, a governing authority, right? All of us have experienced what it's like to be under the authority of someone else. And we've been taught all of our life that we're supposed to treat these people of authority with respect and admiration. Well, where does that, where does that come from? Ultimately, it, it somewhat stems from this commandment, but the way that we treat our authorities is actually prescribed here in the Bible, right? Honoring our parents, honoring those people in authority is something that, that God is prescribing to his people and ultimately, the way that we treat the authorities in our life says something about the way that we will treat the ultimate authority that we have in life, right? God, everything we know about life is about God and if God is the ultimate authority, then learning how to honor those who are in authority over us is is teaching us something about how we honor him. God, created parenthood, right? We know this from from Genesis, God creates Adam and Eve and then ultimately we know that Adam and Eve have Cain and Abel. They get a command to be fruitful and multiply. So parenthood was obviously always part of the plan. God created it. And it seems as though parents are given to us so that we can learn what it's like to have God as a parent what it's like to have God as our father, right? The Bible communicates that so much. And so it seems that parents have been given so that we can really start to understand what it's like to have him as a father. And the ability to honor the authorities in our life and ultimately the ultimate authority in life, those, that is best learned and that is most, that, that uh, practice or is most practiced by honoring the most common authority we have in our life that is our parents our mom and our dad we learn we learn that trait of honoring authority by honoring our parents and that says something about the way we will be honoring and obeying and being submissive to god honoring our parents is really about honoring god the second answer i have is that god's commands what we have here why is this so important and We have a lot of questions about it, but ultimately God's commands are still applicable in a broken world, right? This is a sinful world. Um, This commandment is not always very easy to follow. It's not always easy to feel like we should be honoring um, the authorities in our life. Even those of us who who grew up and have grown up with excellent parents as children found this commandment to be difficult at times, right? Even with the best of parents. It's even more difficult for people who read this commandment and have parents who have hurt them in some way or who have harmed them, or it could be almost seemingly impossible to those who have no parents at all. But the commandment to honor those in authority over us still stands even when it's not easy. This doesn't mean that we blindly obey sinful authority, but it does mean that following this commandment will sometimes be difficult. But we have to trust that the reason it's important is because God's commands still apply to us in a broken world, they don't change. <clears throat> I was thinking about this, this point uh, this afternoon and how honoring our parents is not always, has not always been easy. And I was thinking to myself that you know at some point I'm gonna be a parent who's not very easy to, to honor. I've only been a dad for eight months, but I can tell you from my experiences of trying to change a really, really nasty diaper while my son is throwing his legs around and turning his head to see what's above him and my inner reaction to that, that I am not gonna be always easy to honor, right? But God's command still applies in a broken world. No parents are perfect but we're called to honor them, and it's important. The third answer I have for it is that God has actually given us a promise for honoring our parents. Look back at the second part of verse 12. Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord is giving you, right? God makes a promise to the Israelites here about honoring their parents, right? That it would go well with them, that their days would be long in the land, And there's actually, uh, this is actually repeated again in Deuteronomy 5.16 when Moses is repeating the 10 commandments, he says it the exact same way. So he doubles down on this promise in connection to this commandment. And Paul, as we read in our call to worship in Ephesians 6, one through four, he echoes this, right? This is the very first commandment through which there is a promise. That's his wording there, right? There is an aspect of human flourishing to this commandment, right? It is good and it is right that we honor our parents and God has promised to bless it. God has promised to bless those who honor their parents. It is is a good and a right thing. Now, honoring our parents doesn't necessarily guarantee us some sort of superior or better earthly life But it does give evidence to the fact that God is working and changing us and conforming us into children of promise, right? God has promised to bless those who honor their parents. It's it's right there in the text and that is exactly another reason as to why honoring our parents is important. A third question I have about honoring parents is, okay, so we know what it means to honor them. It's, it's, um, it's being used in this respectful and reverent type way of honoring our parents. And we know we have some reasons as to why it's so important that we do it and why we honor our parents, but how do we honor our parents? How does that accomplished? And I think that there's three separate ways the first way that we honor our parents has to do with with reverence. The manner in which we honor our parents is key, right? There is a huge difference between simply being obedient to parents and honoring our parents, right? When I was in the fourth grade, I remember this really, really vividly, my parents got me and my sister cats for Christmas. And if I'm being honest, I don't exactly know why I loved having that cat, so they obviously knew something about me. But as any of you all who have either, have either lived with a cat or have cats or have had cats, when you have a cat in your house, and in our case, we went from zero cats to two cats, you have to clean the litter box. And I don't know how many, time, how many of you all have ever done that in your life, but it is really gross. It smells really bad if you don't do it regularly. And I was in the fourth grade, which meant my sister was a first grader, which meant the primary person who had to clean the litter box was me, right? And regularly, my mom would say, hey, Garth, the litter box smells really bad, baby. You need to clean it. And I can't tell you how many times my reaction to that was and sulkily going to grab a grocery bag and grab the scoop that I used to clean the litter box and starting to clean it out and probably slinging cat litter everywhere in the process, finally getting it done and taking it out to the trash and then sitting down and just frustrated with why and probably in the process complaining, why am I the only one who seems to have to do this, right? Why, why we, I didn't even ask for the cats, but here I am cleaning the litter box and I'm the only one who ever does it, right? And... In response to that, I also can't tell you how many times my mom said, you know what, go sit down, I'm gonna do it myself. And I would say, no, 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 mom, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, right, now now I feel guilty. I'm gonna do it. And my mom would say, no, because if you can't do it with a good attitude, I don't want you to do it at all. And why did she feel that way? Well, because maybe I was being obedient, but I wasn't honoring her, right? And what was missing there was reverence for her as my mom. The reverence that she, that she deserved as my mom, that was missing. I had obedience, but I didn't have reverence. And a key part of honoring our parents is revering them. A second part of honoring our parents is appreciation. I just told you, and this is gonna be a confession here a little bit, but I've only been a dad for about eight months and some of you are gonna laugh at this because you have uh, five or six kids in the room and I just have the one eight month old, but parenting is really, really hard, right? And, uh, but why is it so hard? And it's not just that making sure that my eight, eight month old son is fed and changed and goes to bed on time. If I'm being honest, that's not what's hard about being a parent, for me at least. What's hard about being a parent for me is how much I regularly worry and labor and concern over the life ahead of my son, right? That's what keeps me up at night and is hard about parenting. How am, I gonna, how am I gonna instruct him to make wise choices? How am I gonna help him have the discernment necessary to not get into bad situations, to flee temptation, to uh, hang out with and have good friends, right? How am I gonna do all that? That's, That's what's hard about parenting. And the reason I say it's laughable because I've only been doing it for eight months is because my parents did it for 22 years before I moved out of the house. And I can't even begin to imagine how hard that is how hard they've labored and thought over myself and my sister and my brother who still lives at the house, right, that's what's hard about parenting. And what's interesting about this aspect of, of honoring our parents in appreciation, you know, Mother's Day is next, is next Sunday. And as I was thinking about this aspect, I was wondering, you know, we're really tempted to ignore this aspect of appreciating our parents. And as I was contemplating Mother's Day this Sunday, I was wondering, would we miss appreciating our parents altogether if we didn't have days set aside for it? A huge aspect of honoring our parents is appreciating them. I have two really great parents and I've already told you about one. My mom taught me a whole lot about that I should be revering her a lot better. But one of the things that I, when I think about my dad, I regularly think about how much I really do appreciate him. I've already told you one story about how I was a bad kid, so I might as well double down. Um, But you know, it always seemed like when I did something wrong, my dad caught me red-handed. And I've told this story before in a sermon, but my dad one time, I was arguing with my sister, ironically, at the end of a service in church, and she said something to me and pushed me, and honestly, I don't even remember what she said, but my response, because she pushed me, was I pushed her right back. And of course, my dad saw me. He didn't see anything before that, he just saw me. And I remember in church dad saying, hey, we're gonna talk about this when you get home. And we're gonna, and I literally sat through a couple of hours before we got home. And that's just miserable, right? I'm sitting there stewing in the fact that my dad has caught me red-handed in doing something wrong. And when we got home, I had to go to my room for a little while, I had to sit there, and my dad finally came in and he pulled me aside and he, and he talked to me and he said, listen, I don't, think, I don't think you're missing the fact that what you did was wrong. You know, that, you know that pushing Abby was the wrong thing to do. And I've thought about what I should do in response and ultimately this is what I wanna tell you. You know you were wrong and you know you need to make it right so you're gonna go talk to her. But here's what I want you to know. I love you and I forgive you, and it's going to be okay. You know, my dad taught me so much about what it's like to show grace. And I'll never forget it. I'll always appreciate that about him. And I hope that I communicate that to him regularly, because appreciating our parents is a huge part of honoring them. That they know that what they've done matters. Right? The last thing I have about how we honor our parents, uh, which is seemingly the one that we probably think about the most, is obedience. I think a lot of us read honor our father and mother and what we really hear or see is obey our father and mother. And that's not necessarily a wrong thing to do, right? This is what Paul said in our call to worship in, in Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey your parents, right? This is right, this is good. It's what's supposed to happen. But obedience isn't the only aspect of honoring parents, but it is a huge part. Obedience isn't always easy. I've already told you about how many times I've been disobedient to my parents and I'm sure all of us can relate at some point, we did exactly what our parents told us not to do. We were disobedient, we didn't listen or we weren't listening well enough and we did exactly what they were telling us or trying to tell us not to do, right? Obedience isn't always easy. The temptation to not honor our parents that way is real. It happens all the time. And our kids, your kids feel that. My kid will feel that at some point. He really doesn't have obedience and disobedience on the mind, but at one day he will. And obeying me or Emily will be hard. It won't always be easy. But here's what's encouraging about obedience. Because when I think about obedience and the fact that I don't measure up and the fact that our kids will never measure up completely to obedience, is I'm reminded that I get to teach them about a savior who was perfectly obedient, who perfectly honored his father without any problem, perfectly, flawlessly, that when the instruction of the plan of the father was for him to come and be a human and to become a baby, to live to the law perfectly, including honoring his father and his mother, that was a rule he had to follow. He did it without hesitation and without problem. And even when part of being obedient meant that he had to go and he had to die and he had to suffer, he didn't hesitate. He honored his father perfectly. And I get to teach my son that even when he doesn't honor his parents correctly, praise the Lord, he has a savior who did it for him. Obedience is a part of it. And when we struggle with it, we can be reminded that there is a savior who was obedient and honored his father perfectly on our behalf. And we get to teach our children about that. Obedience is a huge part of honoring and the last question I have for us is, we've, you know, we've talked about what, what does it mean to honor our parents? Why do we do that? How do we do that? And the last question I have is, question for us is, how do we be parents who are easy to honor? How do we do that? Paul's actually thought about this question, right? In Ephesians 6, 1, he doesn't just give instructions to the children to to be obedient to the parents, he also has instruction for parents. Listen, in verse four, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and in the instruction of the Lord. That last part right there, bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, right? Don't provoke them to anger. Paul's thought about, how do, how do I communicate to parents that they need to be easy to honor? It's not just about children honoring their parents, it's also about parents thinking, how, how can I be easy to honor? And the answer is by instructing them and disciplining them in the Lord. <clears throat> As I was preparing for this, I came across a, a really good quote by, uh, by John Piper, and he says this when it comes to, to parenting. I think the reason there is such a thing as parents is so that children will learn what it means to have God as a parent. You heard that earlier in my sermon. And the reason there should be reverence and awe for a mom or a dad is so that a child will learn what reverence and awe for God is like. Yes, there is someone in the background of this commandment. It's God, it's Jesus Christ, it's the Holy Spirit. A parent ought to have in mind from the beginning that the way they hold their child, discipline them, affirm them, demand things from them, should be telling them, showing them, and giving them a feel for who God is, both in his sweet and tender side and in his tough, powerful, just, and wrathful side. God is very much in the background and a child ought to see right through Mom and dad eventually to God. How are we parents? How do we become parents who are easy to honor? We need to be thinking in everything we do with them, whether it's holding and loving them, whether it's disciplining them to try to teach them something, whether it's affirming and encouraging them on to something or demanding that they do something. It should always be in a manner and we should be thinking of it as a way in which they can see through us and ultimately see God, right? Parenting is about God and teaching our kids what it's like to have him as a father. And if that is true, they ought to see right through us in everything that we do and see God. Honoring our parents is just as important today as it was for the Israelites in Exodus, God wanted them to obey that so that their days would be long in the land and that they would be blessed. Because ultimately honoring our parents is about honoring God. We've been given the command to honor our parents. And just like all the other commandments where we're told not to do something and here where we're told to honor our parents and we're instructed to do something, there is a lot at stake. Parenting is a huge deal. And what we communicate to our kids communicates something about God. May we as a church seek to honor our parents and seek to be parents who are easy to honor. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for the 10 Commandments. They have been so good for us. Um, And we thank you most uh, tonight specifically for the commandment to honor our parents. Um, In some ways it's, it's good with Mother's Day coming up for us to be reminded of just how much Uh, is at stake in parenthood and just how important it is for us to remember to honor our parents, to revere them, to appreciate them, to be obedient. God, help us to be good parents, parents who are easy to honor, and help us to teach our kids to honor parents well. God, we love you. We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.